Wait, now listen. Hello, and welcome back to your new favorite podcast, the Wait Now Listen podcast. I am your co-host, Kimberly. And I am your co-host, Shelton. How you doing today? I'm all right. Yeah? Yep. Only thing that's gotten me lately in any type of way is the fact that it's 4th of July weekend right now. Mm. And everybody and their mom and their dad... And their uncle and their cousin was at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. But not only that, but letting all the kids run amok. Not amok. Yep. Anything but amok. An entire muck. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, have you got anything? Oh, I have something. Yeah? Speaking of crowded places full of children. Well, now I'm hype. Yeah. So, you know Carowinds. We've talked about Carowinds in our summer vacation episode. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So, I was scrolling on the old Facebook this morning, and our local meteorologist shared this. Fury 325 at Carowinds has now been shut down thanks to a visitor who spotted this massive crack in the support beam. Huge shout out to person for getting the video and telling Carowinds about it. They are inspecting the whole ride. I'm going to show you this video, and uh, I can... I can share this on the uh, Instagrams for anyone who can't see it. Right? No. Yeah. Right? Fucking stop. So the roller coaster comes around a bend in the track and you can see the top of the beam bow out. That's insanity. Isn't that scary? Like, there's a whole scene. In Final Destination about this. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> like, r- seriously? Yes. Isn't that so scary? And the reason that was able to, like, get on footage is because, like, that's part of the ride that, like, goes over the, like, yeah. walking path or whatever. I know I've been under some of those roller coasters back in the day. And mm. when the cars go over, you can see the whole thing shake. And yeah. I'm like, how do the bolts not just, like, vibrate out and just this whole thing just fucking collapse that's what preventative maintenance is supposed to do but yeah i seriously doubt in today's economy in, in this economy <laughs> preventative maintenance what yeah i mean no. i know they do like their test runs every morning but yeah i guess they weren't out there inspecting all their support beams every day yeah because i think i read in the comments somewhere someone said um I think it was the meteorologist was saying that he was now getting videos or something from other people from like weeks past of that same area. Cause like I said, it's over, it's in the walking path. So a lot of people, I guess, stop and take pictures and videos of it. And people have been going through their stuff and seeing, you could see the cracks starting in the pole like earlier. Like it didn't just like, snap crackle pop today it's been like a crack that's been getting bigger as the car has been passing over it or something i don't know that's just what i read in the comments maybe it's wrong but regardless the pole has a crack and fury 325 is shut down so yeah there's that damn but speaking of corporations yeah that's a great segue into the topic of today's episode yeah I didn't get paid enough for that. 
<laughs> nope. So basically, I recently sort of like had a recollection of all the jobs I've ever had. And, you know, I've thought about some horror stories, just shit that happens. That's like, I don't get paid enough for this. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> like, seriously, just outrageous shit. Mm-hmm. So. And I also have a couple things. Yeah. And so we got to thinking about it. And not only are we going to share our horror stories, but we'd like to share y'all's horror stories as well. So if you have, you know, somewhere that you worked was just fucking awful, you know, you had to do ridiculous amounts of work for not a lot of pay. Or deal with terrible customers for not enough pay. Yeah. Pretty much anything that you had to do that you really just weren't getting paid enough to deal with. Yeah, seriously. So, with that being said, we'd like for you to send us an email and put in the subject that this is your work horror story. WaitNowListenPodcast at gmail.com. Yes. So... Or you can send us a DM on Instagram and let us know. Yes. At Wait Now Listen Podcast. Yes. On Instagram. Look at the noggin on you. Thank I couldn't you. think about it. I know. I'm, I got you. I preach. Also, this is unrelated, but I have been distracted this whole time. My cactus is blooming. Look at that. For those of you it's like not a maroon. watching on... The YouTubes you're missing out on my cactus flower. Yeah, yeah. it's like a reddish purplish flower. Anyway. It's okay. like if Patrick Starr got burnt in the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. Carry on. All right. So, my very first job mm-hmm. was a truck unloader. For a certain big box retailer. (laughs) Okay. And basically. Might it be the mall wart? Yes. Okay. Let's just say it's the mall wart. Okay. Every day I would go in from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. And my job was to get in the back of a tractor trailer and unload all of the freight with a team of like four other people. Mm -hmm. These trucks are massive. Like Like big trailers. Yeah. Like 18 wheeler Mm -hmm. type trailers. Not only do you have to unload it, but nothing on the side of the store that I worked at is palletized. Okay. Okay. We're talking an entire trailer's length of just loose freight. Why? I have no idea. The way it was set up, it's like as soon as you would open the truck, there would be a buffer. So there would be two pallets of stuff. Let's say it's like dog food uh-huh. and like cat litter and shit like that. And are these pallets like wrapped? Like in mm-hmm. in like plastic wrap so they don't like fall over? Yeah. Okay. Not only that. So like regularly stacked pallets. Yeah. Keep everything inside this truck because there's a, just a bunch of merchandise free floating in the truck. Yes. I mean, I, I assume when they put it in the truck, they try to like stack it in there 
Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. So, Walmart don't care. <laughs> no, they don't. So you'd open it up and you'd have this palletized shit, and sometimes pallets would be on top of pallets, like it. It was a okay big mess. Yeah, you pull those out, and then there's the wall to wall of loose freight, floor to ceiling. Floor to ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yep. How does stuff not get crushed? It don't. It just, it, if it does, it does. And how does it not get broken? If it does, it does. I don't go. Okay. That's, wow. honestly, I think the biggest takeaway from that job is it is what it is. Oh, my God. So, like, what kind of, like, what about, like, expensive stuff, though? Yeah. Like TVs and electronics. TVs, busted. <laughs> We've dropped TVs. We've, and, and like... like thousand, two thousand dollar computers. Yeah. They're just free floating in the back of a... Of a mall wart truck. <laughs> Glass containers of spaghetti sauce. Ooh. Pouring all over. Pouring? Poured. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what you're thinking about. <laughs> Spaghetti sauce pouring. <laughs> Glass jars yeah. of spaghetti sauce busted Why open. Why was spaghetti sauce in with the general merchandise stuff, though? Isn't we would just you... get random bits of food. food freight. Even though you were the general merchandise side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. My thing is, though, it's like that has to... That's stupid. That is not only a waste of time for the people who have to pull those orders to put it on that truck. Mm-hmm. It's ignorant. Yeah. Why would you not palletize the stuff? That, I don't know. That drives me insane. Everything on the grocery side, palletized. Everything. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense because that's how you got to ship big quality or big quantities of stuff is yeah. Pa- like, it must be the cheapest way to do it. Yeah. Why else would they do it? And I guarantee you they get to, like, write everything off that's broken on the insurance or something. Yeah, there's, like, a whole, like, claims area. I bet they all but have to claim a certain amount of broken stuff to get, like, some sort of tax break or something. Maybe. So I bet they want a third of their stuff to come in broken. <laughs> Wouldn't that be some shit? That would be some shit. Like, that I just, mean, and they're getting their wish, too. That like, drives me crazy, though. Oh, yeah. You never know what's on the back of a mall wart. Listen, I'm very passionate about pallets. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that sounds ridiculous, but my last job, I was there for like six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I hated that job, but it wasn't the worst job I ever had by far. But I had to stack stuff on pallets. And it's it, it's a challenge when you're first learning, but once you get the hang of it, all the pallets you can stack. I got so good at stacking pallets. I would be proud of my pallets by the end of the day. They were pristine. I would even send you pictures of them sometimes. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember <laughs> that. Like, Look at this pallet I stacked. Look how square. <laughs> sometimes you take the dog with her too. Like this is when Cash was first a little puppy. Oh yeah, I got to take Cash with me for like two weeks. Yeah. And it would be like, look what he's doing. Perfect pallet. Mm-hmm. Cash was a warehouse dog for two weeks. That was cute. Mm-hmm. He loved it. He did. He was exhausted every day. Now he's just sleeping on the bed as if he's so exhausted from doing a whopping nothing. Yep. But yeah. 
that's crazy. So you you didn't get paid enough to go in that truck and like pick up like Mm-mm. a broken TV, a box full of who knows what. You could be throwing the truck and there'd just be some broken glass like in there. Yeah. And you're just grabbing shit and oh, going. Oh my god. Not only that, but like I don't know if we mentioned how hot it is down here right now. But oh, it's like ninety degrees outside today. Seventy five percent humidity. In the back <laughs> of that truck, imagine today's humidity. Oh even god. more so. It's like a sauna. Yeah. Legitimately. I'd be like no shirt in the back of this truck, just dying. I'm surprised you didn't get in trouble for taking your shirt off. There ain't no way. I'd have walked out. <laughs> You just said, I don't get paid enough for this exactly. and left. That's it. Because <laughs> I think when I started, with it being my first job, it was $7.25 an hour. Oh, my God. Isn't that what minimum wage here still is? I Pretty think it sure went up is. like seven fifty, maybe. Oh. Oh. A whole wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well. You got to love perfect palettes, so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the pallets, my, my first story happens at that place. I titled my stories because I thought it was funny. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the story of the summer of five snakes. 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 I already hate it. Okay. I hate snakes. And this is funny because if, if any of y'all follow my personal Instagram page, you will mm. see that anytime I see a snake, I feel compelled to take a picture of it and put it in my Instagram story, it seems. <laughs> Anyway, so when I worked at the place of the pallets, okay, this was a wholesale distribution warehouse as well, but it was not Malwart. <laughs> it was a much smaller company and a much more much more specific product, okay? Mm. Anyway, there was this one summer. This warehouse was kind of like there was woods around it, okay? And there was this one summer. I think it was like 2000 16 or 17. It was a while ago, you know. And um, I was pulling an order. So I was, it was this warehouse full of cardboard boxes with little things, some bigger things, whatever. I was pulling an order. And all of a sudden, I see a black snake. I mean, and black snakes are totally harmless. Mm-hmm. They can bite you, but they don't have fangs. They have teeth that are sort of like catfish teeth like sandpapery mm. so it could hurt you like it would more scrape you though and of course it's going to scare the shit out of yeah. you because you're not expecting there to be a snake in your place of work a snake you know? is just a jump scare exactly. waiting for someone snakes are nature's jump scares mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> so i'm like you know i didn't scream or anything but it it startled me and mm. i jumped back and i was like oh my god there's a snake now my manager not a fan wasn't gonna touch it she'd probably shoe it with a broom or something Mm -hmm. but luckily there was this guy working there at the time he was not afraid of anything so he he just went up to it and just grabbed it nope and went and put it in the woods he's one of those nope not afraid you know and it was cool because he he like held it and it started wrapping around his hand and we like got to look at it and Mm -hmm. it was cool okay so then, imagine that scenario, and it happens three more times. Yes. Hell no. In different areas of the warehouse, me pulling an order, and I find the snake. Hell In no. between boxes, up against the wall, near the bay door of the warehouse. You mm-hmm. know, that one wasn't as scary. But then, 
the last time this happens, okay? I'm at the very furthest back corner mm. of the warehouse. The farthest away from anyone that could help me, okay? I'm standing there, and I, the back corner was reserved for, like, really tall things. These things were, like, three and a half feet tall. They were in big cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing there in front of these boxes that are on the floor, and I'm looking up, and I'm I'm looking at my piece of paper that has the location of this thing that I'm looking for. It's not where it's supposed to be because nothing ever was. So I'm looking. So then I just happen to look down at about crotch level, and there's a fucking black snake on the box directly in front of me. Nope. It, this snake is probably less than a foot away mm. from my person. My lady bits. Yeah. Okay. And it's <laughs> coiled up, raised up, trying to trying to look like a fucking cobra. It's yeah. a black snake, and it's trying to act all big and bad. Hell no. Mouth wide open, just... <laughs> What did it do? <laughs> I said, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <coughs> I did. And I didn't know this, but the guy who was catching all of them. Yeah. He he was closer to me than I thought. He was pulling his own order. He heard me. He goes, did you find another snake? <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I said, uh-huh. <laughs> And he came over and got it. That one was really mad. It was a baby one. Uh, it was it was a lot smaller. That was the smallest one we found. And the baby ones are feisty. He had to use a, I think a dustpan to get that one because it was it was trying to bite him. The bigger ones were real like chill about it, but then baby ones they're sassy. You know, I can you imagine if I'd have come home and been like. My cooter got bit by a black snake. <laughs> I'd have been like, what kind of euphemism is that? And I'd have been like, I don't get paid enough for this. But I don't think I was getting paid enough to be the finder of the snakes either. No, and no. I was like, why is it only me finding the snakes? Yeah. Nobody else seemed to do it. Yeah, no one else was the one to find them. You ain't got to worry about me killing a snake. Because my ass is going to be too busy running. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Like, I get it. Everybody's like, no, don't kill the snakes, especially the black ones, because they keep mice away. And, yeah, yeah, we get that's that. That's me. I'm that person. We get that. But mm-hmm. a nope rope, to me, there's no discrimination. You know what I mean? I don't no, care I don't what it is. I, I am fucking out. Oh, that's fine. Yes. Whatever it is, leave it alone. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. I just can't stand these foals that... Only good snakes are dead snake. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. It's like we get it. They have their place in nature. Yeah. But damn nature, you scary. I don't... <laughs> That's how I feel about, like, cockroaches and shit. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. God. Anyway. Oh, my God. So, what's another one? Do you have another one? Do you have another not paid enough for this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. So, again... This takes place at the at the mall war, but a different point in time, different point in my life. I think I was like twenty one ish. That's that sounds about right. Yeah, but um, it was a grocery store version, mm. and I was a customer service manager. Moving on up in the world. Yeah, you know? moving on up. That was a double di- <laughs> double digit paycheck. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> you mean triple? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> triple digit <laughs> paycheck. Double digit. Damn. That was a double digit salary. No. I think I. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was moving up. Yeah. So. Yeah, you were. Anyway, my job is to be at the customer service register mm-hmm. and man that oh, while. Bless your heart. <laughs> while customers and stuff do whatever with regular cashiers. Yeah. And then I wait. The peasants. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wait until something like pops off. And I got to tell somebody no about their wick or like I've got to, you know, return, return shit like cashier's that. Cashier's checks. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know this guy's name. I felt very bad for the man because I'm pretty sure that he's one of these homeless veterans. Mm. But the man had dentures. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a guy that would come in and buy lottery tickets okay. on a regular basis. Did you have to sell those? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he would come in and get them cashed. And, you know, it'd be like a few dollars here and there. But dude comes in. And every time he would not have his dentures in right. Or he wouldn't have any of that fix-a-dent shit. Or they didn't fit right. Yeah. Maybe or something. Something. Yeah. But he would hold full-on conversations and douse me with saliva. Oh, no. Oh, no. I swear to God, my entire countertop, uh, the lottery ticket. Stop it. You're going to make me gay. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, spit grosses me out so bad. I don't know why. Oh, no. I'd have to go do hand sanitizer. Like, once that fool came in, I'd be like, I'm going on break. <laughs> You felt like you had to go yeah. wash I, yourself. I said, I'm not getting involved oh, in that so again. so unfortunate. And it's like, like I said, you feel bad because you're like, yeah. I don't know dude's situation. Uh-huh. I mean, you know. And it can't be, because I feel like they must not be fitting right. Yeah. Or something. That can't be comfortable. Oh, but that's so nasty. You know what that reminds me of, though? Hmm. <laughs> Especially now that it's so hot and humid outside. I worked at, a grocery store as a cashier, as one of the peasant cashiers. <laughs> yes. Yes. And women would give you cash out of their bras and it would be moist. Mm. It'd be wet. I mean, it would be floppy. The bill. It, there would be no snap left in it. It was just floppy because it was so sweaty from their boob sweat. Mm. That's mm-hmm. nasty. I, I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want your spit on me, and I don't want to touch your sweat. I don't care if it's from your boobs or your coochie, yeah, or your left elbow. I don't care. I don't want your sweat on me. Yeah, it's nasty. Oh, fuck. Ew. That's nasty. And it's like I get it. Sometimes you ain't got pockets, but oh my god, nobody yeah, wants to touch your sweaty money. Sometimes it's nasty. Sometimes I ain't got pockets. <laughs> But you ain't shoving bills between your butt cheeks. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Don't give people sweaty money. Mm-mm. It's gross. I would be embarrassed. Yeah. To give someone my sweaty tip money. <laughs> I would feel bad giving somebody that. <laughs> and I would feel bad if I accidentally spit on somebody, too. But maybe yeah. he, he probably don't even know he's doing it. 
Damn. Or he can't help it, so he's like, well, oh well. Yeah. What else have you got? Oh. I got to um, know now. Oh, I do. And I titled this one, too. Yeah. Oh, this one's fun. Okay. Completely unrelated. I walked a 16K for underwear. Um. So, yeah. I used to work before before the snake pallet place. I worked at another warehouse that was also would you call that a wholesale distribution warehouse as well or this is more or less just a distribution warehouse yeah i think it's more along the lines of that like y'all would get stuff together to like send Send out to the stores stores. okay so distribution warehouse um and it was bras and underwear Mm. so when i first started working there you have to train on how to go around this warehouse and fill orders. Mm -hmm. And essentially you're filling 10 orders at one time. Mm -hmm. And it's complicated to explain. I'm not going to bore you with the whole thing, but the way the manager trained me and a couple other new people to do this caused us to have to walk around this warehouse that made us backtrack on ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. And this warehouse is probably the size of a football field. It's enormous. I mean, it is it, like it's you it's not even comparable to the one with the pallets and the snakes. Yeah. Okay. That one, like ten of those or more could fit into oh my God. this place. It is huge. Fuck that. Like it's it's huge. It's one of those places no. that like it's so big it sits right on the interstate and it just it's one of those little short squat buildings that are just expansive and go for miles. It's one yeah. of those kind of buildings, okay? Yeah. So it was really big. <clears throat> and because of all the backtracking, mm-hmm. pulling these orders in a really inefficient, fucked up way, mm-hmm. because apparently pulling it the correct way would be too confusing. No, it wouldn't have. I walked. 10 miles in one day, which was the 16 kilometers. Oh, my God. 10 miles, which was 20,000 some odd steps. Yep. Mm -mm. Yep. I do, yeah, I do 10,000 a day on a 12-hour shift. And it's about five miles. And I'm like. uh -uh. Or so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like done with it. Yeah. I walked 10 miles yeah. in one day you had tennis shoes though didn't you you didn't have to wear like steel toe boots or anything no it like wasn't that. steel toe you just had to wear closed toed shoes mm. or whatever but Damn. i had to then we went back in the next day the same thing 10 more miles because it was super busy too and i think the third day of training it was like seven or eight miles maybe mm-hmm. because because there wasn't as many orders so it wasn't as much walking in general but yeah, by the end of that first week, I was like, I'm literally going to quit if I have to keep pulling orders like this because I'm, I don't, I was making like $9 an hour or something. I was like, yeah. I don't get paid enough <laughs> to walk yeah. 10 miles a day. Like I'm dying. This is, re- and it was on concrete floors. Was there air conditioner? Yes, but I mean, the place is so tall too because they also mm, had like these yeah. weird tracks of sorting machines overhead. It was crazy. That place is wild. So that it's sounds... really tall. 
So, like, there is some sort of climate control situation, but it doesn't. It's not blistering hot, but it's not cold either. Hmm. It was probably, like, 75, 80 degrees, which isn't terrible. Yeah, that's not It got way hotter in the other warehouse with all the snakes. Yeah. Maybe that's why they were in there. They had no air conditioner. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they were in there because we also had mice there. Ah, well. They were coming after the mice, yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, ten miles, and at the at that place, the underwear place, you they had no lockers to put your stuff, mm-hmm. and this was mostly I would say a hundred percent women working on the uh, the warehouse floor pulling these orders, and mm-hmm. it was women's underwear and bras. They were so worried that people were going to shoplift the bras and underwear. That you had to get a clear bag. You couldn't take a an opaque bag onto the warehouse floor or you'd get fired. That's ridiculous, though, because, I mean, yeah. like, you could still steal in a clear, in a clear bag. Like, you could just... Yeah, I mean, if you try... Oh, I got hot in the yeah. warehouse. I, I took my coat off and <laughs> put it... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, but they were just... It's just like you... You're a multi-billion dollar company and you couldn't yeah. afford to put lockers in in your facility. Like, you're just stupid. But anyway, yep. Damn. That place. I did not, I didn't work there long either because uh-uh. it was actually through a temp agency mm. and the temp agency, like, they were awful. And then, like, orders just wouldn't come in sometimes. And yeah. so, like, there would be no work. So I would show up at like 6 a.m. to this place and be told, oh, there's no work. Go home. I'm like, I don't get paid enough for this. Yeah. So then I got the job at the snake warehouse. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, I remember that whenever you were working there. And, like, I think it snowed one time that year and you still had to go because, like, the the temp agency didn't (laughs) let you know anything. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It was awful. It was a whole thing. I, I, yeah, I didn't get paid enough for that. <laughs> well. So, yeah. So, these are our stories. I'm sure I have, like, a multitude of other shit that I could talk about on this one, but we'll save that for another day. And we want to know your stories, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so, don't forget to shoot us an email or a DM. Wait now, listen podcast at gmail.com and... Wait now, listen podcast on Instagram. See, you got it. I'll be getting there. Look at you go. Yeah. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. No, we don't. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, uh, yeah, y'all be good to yourselves. Drink water. Be healthy and God bless. (laughs) Don't be telling them to drink water. You barely drink water. Don't let him fool you. I'm working on it. Y'all tell him to drink water in the comments because he needs to. Yeah, I'm calling you out. God bless. God bless.